Hello, my spontaneous people. This is Johnny Boy here, and welcome to My Culture Mind. This is the show where I talk about anything in the world of modern culture for music, movies, TV, food, and all that stuff. And um, before I get started, I do apologize for uh, uploading my my Potter Diary episode on this show. Um, but you can still check that out. I up re-uploaded the episode on my other podcast, My Potter Diary. You can check that out, please. It is... Um, unofficial Harry Potter related podcast and there's already five episodes so far you can check that out once again I do apologize for uploading uh an episode that may be uh unaware to you or to the viewers to all viewers but um do check that out and if you did give it a listen I do appreciate that thank you very much uh so yeah uh, keep uh, <laughs> you can still find it in any podcast services out there. Anyways, today is Thoughtful Thursdays. Thoughtful Thursdays, I will talk about any topic that I want. It doesn't matter if it's movie related, TV related, for related, music wise. It doesn't really matter. However, today is our Halloween special, and today I am going to be. Um, actually, I'm going to leave that <laughs> leave that discussion for later on um, as the main topic of the day. But before I get started, if you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for listening today. This podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor, which is the sponsor of this podcast. So without further ado, let's get started. Um, I'm going to start off with the Pop Culture Diary. The Pop Culture Diary is where I take certain aspects of pop culture in my life that I just wanted to share. And recently, I watched a new episode of Hot Ones by uh, First We Feast by Sean Evans. And this featured Nick Offerman. And Nick Offerman, ha- who played Ron Swanson on Parks and Recreation, I would totally um, advise you all to watch Parks and Rec. It's one. Uh, it's one of the fa- one of my favorite shows, along with Big Bang Theory and The Office. Parks and Rec is a, is a very underrated show, I believe. Um, uh, well, actually, not really underrated. Uh, it's just not as like you know big as The Office, but I do see they having an impact. And Ron Swanson is the <laughs> he's a manly man, and uh, but you can tell he has a sensitive side, but but still. Ron Swanson is an iconic character, and seeing him, uh, he actually took those, you know, he ate those hot wings like, like a, mm, like, you know, he, like, he took it like a champ, like, you know, he ate those wings like a champ, like, he, as much as, like, you know, oh, it's very hot, he didn't care if he was drinking milk, I think he just swallowed his pride and just, like, you know, drank the milk without, like, he didn't want to challenge himself or whatnot, he didn't react so wildly, um, to the wings, and here's the thing, I watched, uh, <laughs> there was an episode, oh, shoot, it wasn't an episode, actually, it was, like, a YouTuber who did, like, a parody of Hot Ones, or it's, like, you know, every Hot Ones episode ever, for some reason, every wing people eat is kind of fine, until they go to the bomb, and it's, like, you know, the worst one, but when they get to the last dab, people don't react as much, like, or, like, they don't act like it's the hottest one, they, they didn't show any fear, or they're just like, oh, oh, it's just extra hot, but, and it's supposed to be two million skull volumes, oh, this has got, this has got to be the one, and it's gonna kill me, and they're like, they're pretty much all right, Gordon Ramsay was all right, it was surprisingly, but that, which was one of my favorite Hot Ones episode. But yeah, I was surprised that people, especially for Nick Offerman, 
when he ate the last dab, every every person that eats the last wing is not that, you know, like, oh, this is like the worst one. It's always the debomb where it's like, oh, this is the game changer. I think because the last dab is like good with flavors, or maybe there is a good amount of flavor, people still tolerate it. But since the debomb is like the one that's just so bad, like, it's like a very bad taste. So I wonder, because I heard it like it, it, it tasted like death. So I wonder if that's um, the case. But who knows? Anyways, that is uh, actually no. There is one more thing I wanted to talk about on the pop culture diary, and that is um, I am continuing on my Spider-Man marathon. Um, I so far finished uh, Spider-Man. Uh, spider-man 1 and i gotta say it still holds up for me um for for me because not i can tell it's still dated but i still the reason why it still holds up is because the uh the action was you know entertaining um there's a bit of goofiness but also the the acting was you know top notch i think Tobey Maguire is like a perfect Peter Parker, and when he's Spider-Man, it's like, it's like a great disguise where you can't even imagine, like, oh, this is, you know, that he is Spider-Man, like, you know, Tobey Maguire, he had the duality, was so good, but yeah, anyways, that is it for the Pop Culture Diary, and now moving on to the word of the day, this week has been all about Halloween, so I, I, I usually get my words from dictionary.com and they would have the word of the day and today it's ghost word it's a noun and uh, i'm surprised that it's, it's a full word instead of uh what is it called this sounds more like a phrase but but ghost word a word that has come into existence by error rather than by normal linguistic transmission as through the mistaken reading of manuscript scribble scribble error or a misprint. So what I think of this is, I, I, it kind of reminds me of if you watch the show Ghost Hunters or BuzzFeed Unsolved. There's always that um, that thing where they pick up recordings and they think they heard a word. Um, I know that people who do ghost hunting, there's called there's a thing called uh, EMFs or electro, uh, electromagnetic fields, and sometimes when they pick up those you know pulses, and then they would hear on like some kind of uh, recorder, and they would hear like a little word that they like maybe like a little girl or something, and like like hi, like you know hello, like you know, I think that's what I'm getting from from ghost word. But again, they did say a mistaken reading of a manuscript. So I'm not so sure. Let me look at the, um, let's, see, let's see, what is the origins of the ghost word? Ghost word is a term coined by the English philog- uh, philolog- philologist and uh, lexi- lexicographer, Walter, Walter Skiet, I'm sorry. I'm stumbling right here. In the address he delivered as president of the, of, Philo- oh, I can't even say this word. Philological Society in 1886. One amusing example that Skiet mentioned his address comes from one of Sir Walter's novel, The Monastery. 
let's see morse is let's see let's see morse is the only only a misprint of nurse but two huh this is so weird so i still don't get it what they mean by ghost word how is ghost word used your true ghost word is a very rare beast indeed a wild impossible chimera that never before entered into the heart of man to conceive ghost word originating in 1725 it's it's still not getting to me of what this word means a word that has come into existence by error rather than normal linguistic transmission. So I think all I can say is this word might be a mistake. I thought this meant like, you know, if you heard something on the radio. <laughs> I am very sorry. I am still learning as just much as you are. Or um, for those who do know the word, um, I do apologize. I'm still trying to figure out what this means. Ghost word. Um... <laughs> That's all my knowledge that I have just reading this. Anyways, moving on to the quote of the day. And the quote of the day comes from uh, Henry David Thoreau. And he says, Our life is frittered away by detail. Simplify, simplify. And when I hear that, when simplify, simplify, I think... When it comes to our lives, we are so surrounded by every single detail that every single thing matters. However, we that that can lead us to overthinking things. And when we tend to overthink every situation possible, one because we don't want to get hurt, we don't want to, you know, we want everything to be perfect, we want the outcome to be good. Um, I can see that in science and I can see that in dancing and, you know, but the problem is people overthink of what's going to happen. Like the worst scenario, like, you know, our life is frittered away by detail. Simplify, simplify, simplifying your own life, your own way of thinking can help you put you at ease and not to, and not worried about every single thing. Cause once you start doing that, you are more scared to do what um, what you're doing in the present. And this reminds me of Nelson Mandela's, it always seems impossible until it's done. And that's the thing that I picked up. You can't just, once you overthink things, you start to feel like this is impossible to finish. Like, you know, or for example, if you are getting, trying to get some work done, but you feel like, oh, I can't make this, it, it won't happen. Well, you have to compromise. Because you're worried about every single detail that your, you know, parents might yell at you or your teacher's going to be upset. You can't know that for sure until you, you know, talk or just make your life easier than what it, like, easier than what it really is. For me, here's a quote that I actually, no, I'm going to share my uh, words of wisdom after, but this is a, a word of wisdom that I always live by, but I'm going to share that at the end of this episode. Alright, now I'm going to move on to the fact of the day. Fun fact. And since it is Halloween theme. Okay, so the celebration of Halloween. Um, it, like The celebration of Halloween on October 31st. It's the, the eve of the Western Christian Feast of All Hallows Day. It begins the three-day observance of All Hallowtide or Teed. All Hallowtide. The time in the uh, liturgical, oh yeah, 
liturgical year dedicated to remembering the dead, including saints, hollows, martyrs, and all the faithful departed. So it's it's basically you know like uh, Dia de los Muertos, like after like uh, on November second or the the first week of November on a Friday. It is widely widely believed that many Halloween traditions originated from ancient uh, Celtic or Celtic or Celtic harvest festivals, particularly the Gallic festival. So there is a lot of European themes to this. When it comes to that, like, you know, trick-or-treating or related, um, uh, so, let's see, I know that trick-or-treating, that, it, rem- it reminded me of, there, someone told me that people would draw, uh, walk up in, like, you know, these little weird outfits just to ask for, like, food, um, I know they, they did that in, I know they did that uh, long time ago. Long time ago, because uh, people are poor, they needed foods or something like that, or if they're hungry. So, but now it's become more of like a traditional thing, you know. Because like you know, instead of like you know legit food, we just get candy. So, yeah, I think knowing that it's, I I, I can tell this is more of a Celtic thing, really. The Celtic sort of thing, uh, culture is pretty gothic when you go back, especially when you think of Beowulf, oh, Beowulf, that's all, that's the, that's one of the poetry, Celtic poetry things is what I remember the most, so yeah. Alright, moving on to the, uh, to Thoughtful Thursdays, and I, as you can tell, I'm kind of like, uh, well, sort of winging, winging it here. Because I have a lot of stuff to do today, but I was just picking up uh, certain topics that I can find. But today it is a Halloween special, and I just wanted to share some of my favorite costumes that I used to wear, uh, or the costumes I used to wear for Halloween. And one of the common, one of the common Halloween outfits that I wore as a kid is wearing a. Uh, what's it called? Wearing superhero outfits. I just love dressing up as superheroes. I don't like dressing up as something scary as much. But here are some, you know, Halloween outfits that I wore in the past. For example, one, I used to be Superman. I really, I used to be Superman. Uh, he was one of my first superheroes that I appreciated. I remember getting those muscle suits and wearing that to, wearing that to kindergarten, and I I remembered I always wanted to get get my Halloween outfit out of the trunk and just wear it, even though it wasn't Halloween. I just wanted to feel <laughs> empowered, and I just love wearing that suit and wearing that to school, and then wearing it for Halloween was just awesome. I remember going as Buzz Buzz Lightyear once. I remember, like, <laughs> I was Buzz Lightyear. The wings were so flappy. I was kind of disappointed. And then I ha- I think I had, um, what's it called? I had the, that purple pantyhose thing that, <laughs> that what Buzz wears, like, you know, over his head. It looks so weird. It looks so cool as a toy. But wearing that in general is just so weird. Um, 
And of course, when like the flappy wings, it was kind of disappointing. I thought it would like fling out, but oh well. I was Spider-Man uh, several times, especially in my youth and today. I think Spider-Man as a costume is such a cool, uh, cool outfit. Yes, a lot of people wear it. I don't care because Spider-Man, he is the—he's such a cool hero, cool superhero, but he's also relatable. Uh, that's what I loved about him. Uh, he, he, like those those eyes. Those eyes are just kind of scary at the, like when you stare at them but yeah i i really wanted to um be spider-man and i and i'm still wanting to uh get a spider-man um the insomniac spider-man suit for halloween but i don't have that much money right now i'm just trying to save up just for gas so baby um definitely my next paycheck i will get the suit also I was a Power Ranger a few times. I dressed up as my favorite Power Ranger uh, from Dino Thunder. Dino Thunder has been my favorite Power Ranger so uh, Power Ranger series so far. And but now I don't I don't have that outfit because I grew up. I now have I have the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger suit, but I wore that mostly for conventions. Most of the time when I wore costumes, it would be conventions, and at school. At school, I wouldn't wear much costumes as much, really, um, especially in college. Uh, I think I did wear my Hogwarts robes once for Halloween. Yeah, I think I did, but it wasn't like the quintessential Halloween costume I wanted to wear. I wanted to wear like masks always. I do have a Death Eaters costume. I do. I have like these dark robes. It's just so badass. And then, and then I, uh, I I made a mask. I took a mannequin mask and made my own Death Eater mask. So like 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 those mannequin masks, the white masks, like the Jabberwockies. So I would get like silver marker and then or like those metallic markers and just color it in. Uh, it's not perfect, but it looks pretty awesome. Um. Hmm. I'm, I'm trying to think of other costumes that I had. Uh, hmm. I'm, I'm really trying to remember. Oh! Oh, I remember this. I totally remember this. I remember I used to face paint... Uh, no. Yeah, I used to paint my face as, um, because I want to be a panda. I want to be like one of those modern cool pandas. Like, you know, I I made my own uh, panda hoodie. I I made I cut like holes and then I would attach like black ears. I would use old socks <laughs> and use it as the ears, and then I would paint my face with the nose and like paint my eyes, like, you know, black. And then I just wore that to school. And actually, people actually loved my outfit. Uh, people took pictures, and I felt pretty awesome. Um, again, for costumes, I only, like, big, like, you know, like, cosplay-worthy costumes, like, for, like, like uh, outfits that I made out of cardboard. I don't put a lot of outfit, uh, uh, sorry, a lot of, um, effort for Halloween costumes. I think it's just, um, I don't do that as much, except for conventions, so, yeah. But, I will say, I made a Kamen Rider Kabuto outfit, um, if you do, if you all don't know, Kamen Rider Kabuto is one of my favorite Kamen Rider series. It's a it's a show in Japan, and I, if you search it up, 
this the suit is really awesome and i made that myself you know with an armor and chest plate it's it's pretty amazing for me <laughs> when i made the outfit and the helmet i felt proud of myself <laughs> i was i also was harley quinn i was harley quinn once i um i did have blonde hair but i did not dye like one side blue but one side yellow but i did do that for um my eyes where one side is blue one side is you know red i had the jacket and i made my own harley quinn bat so this is the first time i actually gender bent uh gender bent like a, a, doing a gender bent themed outfit and i was actually proud of myself because the reason why i did this is because i um I had a when I still had Snapchat. I didn't. I don't have Snapchat anymore. But when I used to, when they have those Snapchat filters when they're releasing for um, for the Suicide Squad movie, there was a Harley Quinn Harley Quinn filter. And when I took that photo, I looked damn good. And I was like, oh, why can't I be Harley Quinn for Halloween? So I did that, and people actually liked that. I was also Bruce Lee. Uh, I still have the yellow jumpsuit. If you don't know a Bruce Lee's uh, Game of Death, he wore a, he wore like a yellow tracksuit, and then he would fight Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I still have the suit, but I don't wear it as much anymore um, because I think it was like too big for me. Um, yeah, I think it was too big for me. Until this day, I think it's still too big for me. But I, again, I'm continuing to be in shape. So, hopefully, I can lose all of that weight and find and possibly find a much tighter, you know, suit to wear. Um, so yeah. Uh, lastly, I just want to say that um, I do want to be the Insomniac Insomniac Spider Man next year for Halloween. I want to wear it to cosplays that I go to. It will be the Spidey suit. I'm I'm I don't like. I would go this. I would pick that suit over the Iron Spider suit, or the um, even the classic Spidey suit, or the Homecoming suit. I do have the Homecoming outfit. I do have, but I don't want to get the black and red um, suit because I mean it looks pretty cool. But the Spider-Man, like the spider in the chest, is still pretty small. The reason why I love the Insomnia X Spider, not just like. It feels, it feels modern to me. It feels more modern. Like the the original suit hasn't really changed as much since the nineteen um, since the nineteen sixties. Um, it's like the same sort of deal. You like you know where the blue is, where the red is. Just the you know the spider design and the eyes are a bit different, but overall it's it's basically the same. However, the Insomniac Spider Man the suit itself is just so beautiful really i i i like how like the pants part or like the leg part it's not like he's he's wearing like red boots or something it's you know just all blue with a bit of red it's more intricate but it's uh it's intricate yet simple to me and i love i don't care what anyone says i love the white spider it, i think it works really well with the suit and yeah, in the eyes, just looks so nice. But I don't know what the eBay eBay ones look like. But hopefully, I can get that suit and wear 
and just have fun with it. I really want that suit. Anyways, that is it for our Halloween special. Thank you so much for listening today. If you like this podcast, click follow on whatever platform or podcast services you are listening this to share this podcast to anyone you know it really means a lot it really helps a lot and also check my check out my other podcast my potter diary you can find it on any podcast services available and until next time so long farewell take care bye bye